uh, welcome everyone. Um, we uh, uh, are looking forward to sharing some information that I know you're anxious to hear. Um, first thing I, I want to do is let you uh, be aware of the many resources that we have uh, available for you. Uh, you know, in a previous um, in, or video that we sent out, uh, I mentioned that we were going to make available every possible resource for you as parents uh, to partner with us uh, to successfully um, execute our uh, distance learning program. Um, and, and we realized that there's a lot of stress and burden on you. And so I'd like to share the, uh, Shannon, are you going to control the screen or add on the screen uh, yes. with resources? Okay, there we go. That's what I was looking for there. All right. So um, uh, first of all, uh, please continue to uh, check our website for latest updates. Um, our marketing communication team has been working overtime. Uh, late into the night to build a web page where we can put all the resources in one place uh, that you may need uh, 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 during this um, uh, this period. So uh, the uh, as you can see on the screen, uh, the website uh, is there. Uh, I'm really proud of the work they've done. Uh, they have, uh, um, if you haven't been to the website in the last 24 hours, please do so because there's been some uh, significant changes to it. Uh, we've expanded uh, your options. Uh, we have, I think, many things that, um, uh, that you'll find interesting and it's in a much, user, uh, much more user-friendly format. So uh, kudos to our marketing communication team for putting that together. So. Uh, parents, please uh, check that website often. Also, a reminder, if you have a technology issue, um, we're here to support that. Uh, our technology team is, um, uh, two of them were on uh, the webinar today, but they uh, are ready to support you in any way. Uh, so please email your question or concern or issue to support at LegacyCA.com. That will open up a technology ticket and they will uh, uh, be prepared to help you in whatever area that you need help in. Uh, also, uh, parents, uh, please check to make sure your RenWeb, uh, your current email address is correct on RenWeb. Uh, we're still getting some bounce back emails. So uh, a few of you have not yet uh, updated your contact information. We would ask that you do that if you want to uh, ensure that you get the latest information uh, via uh, RenWeb. Um, next, I, I want to encourage you uh, folks, I know we don't know yet the financial impact that this pandemic is going to have on all of our families, but please be assured Legacy stands ready to help your family in any way we can. Um, and we have decided to do this on a case-by-case -case basis. So because our, um, uh, because our, um, uh, uh, you know, we're, we're such a diverse community, there's no way we can have one uh, uh, policy that covers everyone. So here's what I would say to you, uh, parents. If this pandemic is going to create a, a financial burden on your family in any way, please contact Sherry Mosley at the email uh, on your screen and uh, discuss uh, your situation with her and we will do everything in our, uh, in our power to meet your need. Um, in a few minutes, you're gonna hear more about the tuition assistance that we're offering. Um, uh, the board has made a very important decision that uh, I'm gonna let them announce uh, today. But uh, if you're impacted in any way, parents, I, I, I cannot urge you strong and, uh, strongly enough to contact us, let us know. Our goal is that no one would leave the school for financial reasons. That's always our goal, uh, but it's even more so now. We realize more families may be impacted by the pandemic. Um, Families who would never consider financial aid in the past may be forced to. And so 
please give us a chance. Don't just assume you have to withdraw your children because uh, you've been laid off or uh, you've lost your job or you're just unsure about your uh, financial uh, uh, situation. We're here to help you with that. So I can't stress that enough. Uh, next, I wanna urge everyone that if your child or someone in your immediate family test positive for COVID-19, uh, you can confidentially report that to our nurse, Angie Detloff, at that email address. That's so important because uh, we need to, to be aware of that uh, so that we can take the proper uh, precautions we need to, uh, need to take as a school community. Um, we, are, uh, we will uh, rely on the, the uh, recommendations of our local uh, public health authorities on what to do when a member of our community tests positive. But uh, to, to our knowledge, no one currently has tested positive. Uh, now that may change over the next few weeks, but if, if indeed this describes your situation, parents, please contact Angie Detloff, our nurse, so that she can make sure that we uh, follow the proper protocols. Uh, the next thing I wanna emphasize is that our counselors are available anytime you need help. Um, I, I know that over the next few uh, days and weeks, uh, for however long we're in a distance learning uh, mode, your children may experience uh, a number of emotions. They may, um, they may be currently um, fearful. They may be anxious. Um, that's why we have our counseling service available. I know that Mrs. Sneer is ready to help any child pre-K through eight, and Mrs. Snyder uh, any child in grades nine through 12. So uh, parents take advantage of that service. Uh, they stand ready and willing to help you in any way. Uh, and finally, if there's a question that you still have that we haven't yet answered, please submit those to questions at legacyca.com. That's the most efficient way uh, we have to answer your question. Uh, and we're monitoring that uh, uh, regularly. So we have an individual on, on our staff who that's her primary job is to read those questions and make sure they're uh, sent to the person who can best answer that question. So that those are our resources. Uh, you'll go next, there you go. Um, uh, parents, I, I would invite you to join me in setting up uh, an alarm on your phone at 1.09 p.m. every day. Uh, the 109 uh, uh, signifies Joshua 1 through 9, which is a verse we have uh, adopted to, um, uh, uh, to reflect our Stronger Together tagline. Joshua 1 through 9 says, I have, have I not commanded you, be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged, for the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. Uh, that's a great reminder, and, and I know uh, the faculty and staff at 109 um, are pausing wherever we are, we are pausing to uh, pray together uh, at this time. I think it, 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 it will be a meaningful time if you'll join us in prayer. And uh, finally, I'd like to mention the Community Shepherd Program. So we have already assigned a number of our staff to be community shepherds who will be uh, calling uh, our families on a regular basis to touch base to make sure that you're doing okay. We want to hear from you if you have needs or if you um, uh, if uh, you just need a friendly uh, voice. Uh, uh, the community shepherds are there uh, uh, for you. So if you get a call from LCA, uh, it very well could be one of our community shepherds. Uh, so uh, uh, so pick up the phone and and talk with them. Uh, that's their job over the next few weeks is to uh, shepherd you and to encourage you. And finally, get connected on our um, social media, uh, Facebook, uh, Instagram, all of that. I've had to do that. You know, I've tried to avoid social media like the plague, but I've also learned that the plague is now uh, uh, forcing me onto social media. So, uh, uh, so I'm coming of age here, even at uh, age 62. So, I'm going to uh, be quiet because I want to I want to introduce now Brad Brenneman, our chairman of the board, 
and Brett Bingham, uh, chairman of our finance committee. They have some important words to share with you and some important information you need to know. So Brad and Brett. Thank you, Bill. Appreciate this time with everybody today. Um, first of all, just a giant thank you to uh, Mr. McGee and the entire leadership team, to all of our faculty and staff um, for their tireless work over the last couple of weeks to do a, a 180 from totally in-person education to completely online education. The efforts, the hours have been heroic and and I believe I speak not only for our board, but our parents in a, in a major thank you. Um, secondly, um, thank you uh, parents for your patience and endurance as we all jointly work through uh, this situation. Um, most importantly, thank you God for being faithful to us. You always are. And God is the real source of our strength and peace. And indeed, this is his school. Our, as Mr. McGee said, our board just met this afternoon, and, uh, and really we have one main goal. We would like to help everybody and join everybody in living out the love of Jesus to help all our current families remain and thrive at Legacy Christian. As Mr. McGee said, we, wanna leave, we, we do not want any family to leave for financial reasons. And so, and this love really stems, if you ever want, go read Acts chapter four at the end where the earliest community uh, of Christians gather together and share everything. And that's the spirit and the heart we wanna uh, exemplify in legacy. Um, we know many families are struggling, experiencing a lot of challenge, a lot of uncertainty, um, and we are praying with you and for you uh, for these challenges, but as, um, as Mr. McGee said earlier, we also want to support our legacy families in very tangible ways. And I'm very grateful Brett is going to share a little bit more about how we would like to do that. Brett? Thank you, Brad. Um, it's, uh, it's a pleasure to be here with you this evening and just share a little bit about the, uh, from a financial perspective for legacy. Uh, I think it's important that I begin with by saying that legacy is in a very strong financial position as we go into this. But we will be very focused on uh, managing our cash flow as we go through this pandemic and the subsequent events that will follow. Uh, but you know, by God's grace, our strong position and our financial discipline will allow uh, LCA to weather this storm. Uh, Bill, and leadership, uh, Bill and his leadership team have already taken action to respond to this new economic reality. Uh, they've suspended all construction. They've placing a freeze on new hires and spending except for crucial operational and maintenance needs. And as mentioned earlier, uh, today we met as a board and unanimous, unanimously approved to reallocate all the remaining annual fund dollars and future pledges and gifts to now be used to provide tuition assistance for our LCA families and benevolence for our faculty struggling with any financial hardship. Uh, we know several families have already been hit hard by this, and we anticipate many more will be impacted financially in the future. I know this has been said multiple times, but I want to reiterate our desire is not to lose one family due to financial hardship. Please, if you find yourself here now or at some point in the future, please let us know how we can help. You can do so by emailing Sherry Mosley to begin the process. And uh, Mrs. Mosley's address, uh, email address is on the previous slide. We wanna help and we will be as creative and as flexible as we can with everyone who has a need. Uh, with that, Brad, I think I'll flip it back to you. Thank you, Brett. So what do we ask of you? First of all, we would ask of everybody, uh, let's step up in genuine faith. And the faith we're asking for is trust that we LCA as a community really, really wanna help each other. Um, trust that, try it out, challenge us, um, reach out to Sherry, reach out to others. I I'm confident our community will stand up strong and we will be much stronger as after we have gone through this experience together than we were before. Secondly, and related, engage LCA for help. I'm gonna keep, we're gonna keep repeating this theme because we don't want anyone to not uh, get it. Remember, we do not want any families to leave. Engage us, challenge us, reach out. Third, 
Um, I, we would challenge anybody that has not fulfilled your annual fund commitment, if you have the capability to, please do so now. Um, as Brett just mentioned, all of the annual fund dollars that are coming in now, 100% of it is going to go to help current families and faculty uh, through these financial hardships. And so please, if you're capable of it, um, step up and finish that off. And then I'd say finally, take a leap. If you can go beyond that, or if you haven't made an annual fund pledge, and if you're in a position to do so, there's never been a better time to make a big impact on so many people's lives than right now. And I know Mr. McGee and Shannon Nelson and others would love to speak with you about that if you have any more questions. And with that, it's my pleasure to uh, now pass it on to um, our high school principal, Mr. Kevin Mosley. We are so grateful for his leadership at the high school. I know how much he loves the Lord and loves our kids. So Kevin, it's your turn now. Thank you, Brad. And I do want to express my thanks on behalf of all of our legacy community for you, your leadership, and the sacrifices the board members have made and continue uh, to lead us as a as a body of believers um, in this difficult time. Well, we have had a successful launch to our distance learning program here in the upper school, um, and that's really due to uh, amazing committed teachers and staff. Special shout out to two staff members of mine who've done a tremendous job in equipping our teachers, and that's Megan Hanna and Jeff Veal. They've, they've just done yeoman's work in that regard. Um, I, I, it's very important for us, for you to give us feedback. We had over 400 people respond to our survey and just how we've done. I know it was short, but we wanted to see if we could make some quick adjustments and we will be making a couple quick adjustments I'll share with you in just a moment. Um, I'd like to share with you a quote from one of our parents um, in the survey. One of our parents uh, wrote, my daughter is quite social, so I thought distance learning would be hard for her, but she has really enjoyed it thus far. For one of their classes, a bunch of kids brought their pets to class and had their pets sitting by them, which they all thought was super fun. We appreciate the teacher's creativity and the varied approaches each teacher took. The variety has been a nice change of pace. Distance learning has exceeded expectations. And I thank you for that. I thank you for our patience as we continue to grow in this uh, really new paradigm. We don't know how long it's going to last, but our teachers are committed to continuing uh, the legacy excellence and the relationships that are so important to who we are at Legacy. So a couple of things I'd like to, uh, to address. What some of the feedback we've gotten was you would like to see us kind of consolidate some of the communication patterns. You know, we got RenWeb and email and Schoology, and we've been using Schoology for quite some time, and we're going to work even harder. I met with my teachers today to, to really kind of streamline that communication for our students. Just go to Schoology, Schoology, check RenWeb, move into Schoology, and really try to cut back on the emails a little bit and do that communication there. And they all agreed that would be something they would be able to do. We are gonna make a couple of small tweaks to the schedule. We'll be sharing that with you uh, really maybe by the end of the day today, because some of the feedback we got was that uh, kids need a little bit more time for lunch because they're having to make their own lunch now rather than you know, be served and eat. Um, and so then maybe shorten the class time just a little bit. So we're gonna take five minutes off of each class to a 70 minute class period, I extend lunch by 15 minutes. And then I think it will even allow us to get out maybe five or 10 minutes earlier. So look for that amended schedule soon. One of the challenges that we wanted to, to accomplish in the schedule was to provide a balance between synchronous learning and asynchronous learning. Synchronous learning meaning that people are synchronizing the time and they're all on at the same time. Um, that allows face-to-face -face interaction, which is we know from studies is extremely important. And you should just see our, our students, they light up and our teachers light up when they see each other's faces. It's so important. And even though we've had some challenges with bandwidth and things like that, which are continuing to improve and, and we're adjusting some platform things. But I, I think it's been very important that we have some asynchronous learning there. And of course, some people wanna, would rather just work independently. Some people would rather have a lot more face time. And we find that we're kind of in that sweet spot right now with the schedule we have. So, uh, and, and I know it may be a struggle for some at times, but it's important that we have face-to-face -face time and our schedule accomplishes that. We wanna continue with those personal connections. It's very important. Another thing we're getting questions on is, are we going to be able to do some of these time-honored things that we've done, like prom or our award ceremony or graduation or Camp Eagle? All of these things are things we are committed to preserving in some way. It may not be the exact same format. It may be we have to do some things virtually, but particularly with something as big as graduation and prom, if we have to even push that into the summer, we're looking at some way 
to try to uh, preserve those time-honored traditions in their original format as much as we can. As you know, this is out of our control as a whole, um, but we are committed, even if we have to change the format in some way, to provide some of those time-honored traditions. We're going to be sending another survey out in a couple of weeks. Appreciate uh, your input. You always can contact us directly, contact teachers directly, email us. Um, your feedback is important and it's crucial. Um, and I'm now going to throw it over to, uh, we. you may call him Mr. Dibley, but I refer to him as the man from down under, our uh, middle school principal, Glenn Dibley. All right. Thank you, Kevin. I appreciate that. Uh, good afternoon, everyone. Um, I appreciate the opportunity to address what's happening in the world of middle school. I think if we had known in advance uh, what was going to happen, we could have made a reality TV show called Extreme Makeover Distance Learning Edition. You take a group of teachers and you tell them to, that they have to change everything that they've been doing, they have to come up with a whole new way to teach, and at the same time learn a whole new way to implement that teaching, and you've only got one week to do it. If you're familiar with the movie Apollo 13, like the NASA engineers, the teachers have been asked to put a square peg in a round hole. What I can tell you is that the teachers have done an incredible job in this monumental shift to distance learning. They're being stretched and challenged. They are acquiring new skills. Um, I cannot lie to you, there have been tears. Um, I know that last Monday, they felt like it was their very first day of teaching ever. And now we're at the end of the first week and they've got to turn around and do it all over again. Uh, but they are professionals and they understand that they're in a position to minister to um, their students and to their families. And I've been very impressed uh, by their diligence um, at making that happen. With one of the, uh, with the shift to distance learning, one of the challenges that we've discovered is that um, I can tell the teachers are struggling with establishing new routines. Uh, in this new world, their school day has the potential to be a 24 hour day. Uh, there's no start and there's no finish time. Students are submitting assignments and emailing teachers at all hours of the day. So this is something that the teachers are having to figure out on the fly. And in the midst of this, uh, many of our teachers are parents as well. So they are juggling their own children and their schoolwork and the things that are happening in their homes. Knowing that our teachers have been thrown into the deep end, um, I have given them what I call a right to fail card. The right to fail card essentially says, if in an attempt to teach, you try something creative and grand and it flops horribly, you can turn in your right to fail card and you have permission to try again. Teachers don't like to feel inadequate or incompetent. They're used to being good at what they do. So it's a scary time for them in some ways right now. I would ask that you show them some understanding and have some patience with them if things aren't perfect out of the gate. Well, the most important people in all of this are our students. We still want to provide the quality education that they would receive as though, as though they were in the classroom. And for that to happen, we have purposefully had a slow rollout this week. Google Classroom for fifth and sixth grade and Schoology for seventh and eighth grade, along with some other resources, are essentially new to all of our students. We've been deliberate in slowing it down to give every student the opportunity to get on board before we head too far down the road. And part of this challenge is um, for teachers to figure out how students are working. Uh, they're working at different levels, they're working at different speeds, and the teachers are learning to adjust what is an appropriate amount of content online as opposed to the content they might ordinarily teach and deliver in a classroom. Overall, the feedback that I've received is that the students are adapting well to this new format. In order to assist families, we wanna make sure that you have what you need so that your child is successful. If by any chance your technology is not working for you or you need to borrow a Chromebook, we will make sure that you get what you need. If you need help in this area, please email support at legacyca.com. Uh, thank you for your support uh, during this time. We appreciate you and we are praying for you. And at this time, I'd like to hand over to Mrs. McCollum, the lower school principal. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Dibley. Good afternoon and thank you for joining us today. And I pray that your families are staying well. I wanna first begin by thanking everyone who has sent encouraging messages to our faculty and staff during this time. Our teachers are in the midst of something that many have never faced in their careers, 
They're having to restructure their entire way of teaching while at the same time learning new technology platforms that are utilized for distance learning. We have asked our teachers to be available during the day to interact with their students and parents. And when that portion of their day ends, they begin meeting with their grade level teams to plan for the following week. This occurs in the late afternoons and evenings and into the weekend. You can see that their workload has greatly multiplied. Many are doing this while they are also tending to the needs of their own families. So your kind words and prayers and support mean so much to them after a long day. For those of you who know my lower school teachers, they are doing all of this with joy in their heart because they love your children. I want to share that we understand that many of you have multiple children at home, are working from home yourselves, and are trying to manage your children's learning at the same time. Please make sure that you communicate with your child's teacher about any struggles you may be facing. You have to do what works for your family and we completely understand that. If you don't have time to build a volcano or create an artwork masterpiece, that is just fine. The two words in my opinion which describe what we are all going through are grace and flexibility. I've also been hearing parent, parents say, I'm worried that my child will fall behind. Please know that all children across the country are in the same boat. When the time comes when we are back in school, our amazing LCA teachers will tailor their instruction to meet the needs of your child. Please give your little ones a big hug for Mrs. McCollum. The teachers and I miss them dearly. I've enjoyed popping in and out of the classrooms and seesaw just to see their sweet faces and hear their precious voices. I've seen them reading their Bibles, singing a worship song, and even jump roping while practicing their math skills. I really love how seesaw allows teachers to give individual attention and feedback to each child. Please tell them that Mrs. McCollum says to keep soaring and that I have plenty of soar tickets to hand out when we return to campus. Don't hesitate to reach out to me or your teachers with any challenges you may be facing or any prayers that you need. We will get through this together. And now I'm going to turn things over to Adam Housley for a Q&A. Thank you. Hey, um, thanks, Tiffany. Um, well, with that, everyone, we will get started with Q&A. Um, so there's a reminder on your screen um, in terms of how you get that chat box uh, ready to go. So please do go ahead, open up your chat box and start asking any questions that you may have in mind. Um, Adam Housley is going to screen those questions and ask our uh, presenters for their answers. So Adam, I will turn things over to you. All right, uh, for our first question, Mr. McGee, can you talk about how long distance learning will last? Well, that is the question that uh, is on the minds of every school administrator that I know. <laughs> we really don't know. We have uh, no way of knowing what our governor is going to decide, what local um, uh, government officials may decide. That's going to probably dictate our decision. It really takes the decision out of our hands as educators. Now, uh, it may be that in the next few weeks, we're given some uh, permission to open back up. Uh, and in that case, we will uh, give you as much lead uh, notice as possible. Um, you know, I'm meeting with my uh, leadership team daily, and uh, we're looking at uh, just what is going on in our community, you know, which... Uh, uh, and, and keep in mind, we're a pretty diverse community. We're not, we, just, we don't have students just from one city or one zip code or even one county. They're spread out all over North Texas. So we have to take that in consideration when we make decisions about uh, whether uh, to continue distance learning or not. But what I would say is, as soon as we can make that call, we'll let you know uh, to give you as much advance warning as possible. Right now, as of this moment, our plan is to continue distance learning through next week with the hope that we could be back in session by April 6th. But I will tell you, it's pro be ready for that to be extended. I know there are a couple of public schools who have already announced that they're going to extend past uh, the Easter weekend. So it is very likely we will do the same. 
uh, given the information we have at the time. Uh, again, early next week, uh, we'll be able to make that call. So if you'll just be patient with us, we don't wanna make a call prematurely and then have to go back and change that. So, um, uh, so please uh, know that we will let you know via all of our communication channels just as quickly as possible. Great, uh, kind of a follow-up question. If school is reopened, will families be required to return to campus or will there be alternate distance learning plans in place in case we're concerned about the virus? You know, that's a very good question. That's something we're gonna be discussing this next week uh, with my leadership team um, is are we, if we do open back up this school year and there are families who are not comfortable sending their kids back to school or perhaps maybe they can't because they're in a quarantine situation. What is our plan? So it is possible that we may um, launch some kind of hybrid model. Um, I, I, I'm hesitant to, to tell you exactly what that's gonna look like because at this point we don't know what uh, that's gonna look like. Uh, but uh, you know, we, we, I, our hope is that we can reconvene uh, on campus before the end of this school year. Um, and if we do, we will certainly make provision for those students who, for whatever reason, can't uh, convene uh, with us. Uh, so we'll try our best in that situation. Uh, what that looks like, I can't tell you at this point, but that is one of the things we're beginning to plan. So uh, just be patient with us there and, and we'll have an answer shortly. Brett, this next question is for you. I, I know you talked about it in, in the beginning just a little bit, but we had a lot of people join after that fact. And the question has been asked, if we have a financial hardship, how do we get help with the, with tuition? Uh, thanks, Adam. Yeah, so the, 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 the proper steps, the first step would be to email Sherry Mosley, C-H-E-R-I dot Mosley at LegacyCA.com. That'll get the process started. And from there, uh, it can have a conversation and really to evaluate what are the needs. And then we can, as, as we mentioned earlier, we wanna be as flexible and uh, as possible so that we can custom craft whatever the needs may be for each family. Great, thank you. And uh, let's see this next question. Brad, can you talk about, the question was asked, let me get it up here. Does the school have any immediate needs? I thought that might be a good opportunity for you to address how our families can help if they feel inclined. Yeah, great question. Um, and thank you for asking. Um, I would say two ways. Um, one, and I think we're all hopefully getting more and more accustomed with this over the last couple of weeks is pray. Pray for um, our faculty, pray for our staff, pray for our students, pray for our families. Um, and I don't think we should ever take that for granted. God is far more powerful than anything else we're going to do. So that would be number one. And number two is um, if, and I, again, this depends on the family, but if you are in a position to financially uh, contribute newly or more to the annual fund, which will all go to tuition assistance and benevolence for those who are experiencing financial hardship, that is a awesome way to contribute right now that is very tangible. So those would be two great ways to help. Thank you. Thank you, Brad. Mr. McGee, we're gonna toss it back to you. Get your camera up. Um, the question is, uh, how are the teachers and staff doing? And, you know, we, we talked about how parents can help, but how are the teachers and staff doing? And someone has asked about, are all the staff being paid, including cleaning people and admin, et cetera? Yes. Well, I can answer the second question, yes. We have not laid off or furloughed anyone, and our intent is to make sure everyone in our, uh, on our faculty and staff uh, will continue to be paid. So that's one of the blessings, as uh, Brett and uh, um, Brad both mentioned, we're blessed in that we have uh, resources in order to continue to pay our folks. And, and, and that's just from good stewardship. Uh, I, you know, I, I complimented our board earlier today that because of their good stewardship, we have a surplus that we can draw 
on if necessary. But currently, everyone is still getting their paycheck. In fact, today was payday, and so all of our, our folks got paid. But thank you for asking that question and being concerned about that. Um, what was the other half of that? How are the, how are the teachers and staff doing in general? Question yeah, about morale. You know, I think they're doing terrific. They have the most positive spirit you can imagine. I got a chance even before this webinar to just sit in on the upper school faculty meeting uh, that uh, started a little after three o'clock. And just from uh, what I could tell, teachers are doing, uh, they're, they're, they're uh, attacking this uh, in a very positive spirit. I will say this though, and I, I, this is where we need your prayers. Um, this has been a very stressful time for them. They're going to hit a wall at some point. Um, uh, my communication to them this morning was, please take care of yourself and get the rest you so deserve. Um, so, uh, and, and what I would ask you parents is, if at all possible, try not to uh, communicate to the teachers on the weekend, or at least give them one day off. I mean, it, it, you know, it, it, unless it's an urgent matter that you have to have a, uh, an answer right away, let, give our teachers a chance to rest and get away from, um, from school for a while. They, they need a sabbatical as well, a mini sabbatical each week. I mean, we, we, uh, you know, we have a Sabbath to rest and our teachers need that too. So please respect that. Uh, I would ask that you, and I know you will, but uh, just keep keep in mind, they've been burning the midnight oil literally to prepare for distance learning. And uh, and, and my concern is, is they're gonna be exhausted by the end of the week. So let's give them a chance to rest, uh, unless it's something that just cannot wait, uh, please respect their, their time with their families. Great, thank you. Uh, we had a question about what's the easiest way to give to the annual fund. So I'm going to turn it over to Shannon Nelson real quick. And then we've got some facility questions for Bill Dyer. Sure. Um, so, so grateful for um, your generous hearts and, and really just for the community acknowledging that there may be needs out there. So um, in order to give to the annual fund, you can, you can visit the website. That's an easy way to do so. If you have questions, please reach out to me uh, directly, or um, you can reach out to development at legacyca.com. And that is our development email um, where we will absolutely answer your questions. Um, in terms of the areas of need, Brad mentioned this earlier, tuition assistance. On average, we give about $600,000 uh, in tuition assistance each year. We would like to double that this year um, in order to keep our community together and to make sure that um, anyone who uh, anyone who's currently an LCA um, student or community member, we want to we want to keep um, us together. So um, tuition assistance is certainly a way to give. And then our benevolence fund is for our faculty and staff specifically. So if faculty and staff members come up on a financial hardship or have a need that, that is unmet, um, the way that we provide for our faculty and staff is through our benevolence fund. Great, thank you. All right, Mr. Dyer, a question for you. Um, what is the LCA cleaning plan? Is the building still being regularly disinfected? Thank you, Adam. Uh, Jorge and his team have consistently done a wonderful job of keeping our campus clean and they do continue to do so. Uh, we don't know when we're going to be able to invite our students back to campus, but I want to assure our parents that we will conduct a thorough cleaning and sanitization of the, of the facility before any students return. Excellent. And another question, uh, we had a family ask about whether or not the athletic facility could be opened, assuming social distancing rules are followed. Uh, at this time, our entire campus is closed and uh, we are not encouraging the students to try to come and use the facilities at this point. And what if our families are having challenges with technology or they need more resources? Well, we, we do certainly understand the challenge that comes with transitioning to a distance learning mode and of course all the technology issues that can arise from this. So we invite any family that is struggling with their technology to send an email to support at legacyca.com with a description of the challenge you're facing. 
and we will work with you to address your issues as best we can. We want to partner with you to ensure you have a productive and successful learning environment for your student. Great, thank you. Mr. Mosley, we're going to bring you back up. Got some questions for you. Uh, will spring athletes have an opportunity to complete their seasons? And what about seniors who are attempting athletic scholarships? Right, well, we are a member of the TAPS organization, Texas Association of Private and Parochial Schools, and we really um, we really refer, refer to them and their plans. They have contingency plans for different types of opening dates. So as we um, approach the idea of opening up, um, we will then work with TAPS to see what the plans will be. I can tell you this, if our schools do not open, there will be no sports. And um, that, that's out of our control, and that is kind of the, the way that TAPS has approached it, because you have to have facilities to compete in. Um, and, and so that creates some challenges, as you can imagine. But we're really waiting to hear on two things, uh, when the schools open up and what TAPS plan is relative to that date. And with regard to seniors being recruited, um, you know, recruiting takes place year round and our coaches are still available to field um, calls from college recruiters. Colleges are still going to have to field their teams um, with the invention of video and conferencing tools like this. Those opportunities are still available to them through our coaching staff and through the college coaches who are always looking for athletes. All right. Thank you, Mr. Mosley. Uh, Mr. McGee, I don't know if you can speak to this question, but I want to give you the opportunity to do so. We've had several questions about um, our support staff, um, mm -hmm. kitchen staff, extended care, yeah. um, some of those people and, and their salaries. Are they being impacted by this? Well, as far as the food staff, I, I can't tell you because that's an independent contractor. Say the, the, those employees are not employed by us. And to be honest, I don't know what, uh, how Sage is uh, handling that. Um, our custodial staff, uh, again, is also, all of those employees are actually uh, employees of Jorge. Uh, so I don't, some people don't know that. Jorge is actually not an employee of the school. He, uh, uh, although he's a beloved member of our community, uh, he employs his staff. But to my knowledge, they're still working. I mean, our, our full, uh, custodial staff is showing up every day. I, there's only a handful of us on campus right now, and uh, I know that the custodial staff, when they're able to, now some of them were actually sheltering in place and they live in Dallas County, so they couldn't even leave their homes. But for the most part, most of this past week, uh, every all of Jorge's uh, uh, staff w was present on our campus cleaning our facilities. They're doing deep cleans. They're uh, cleaning any area that has been occupied during uh, the day. I know uh, um, uh, they cleaned my office just recently. They did the sanita uh, sanitation on my office. I could smell it the next morning when I uh, uh, reported to work. So, um, so as far as I know, th those folks are being taken care of by uh, their employer. I will say also our legacy extended care folks uh, they are our employees. We're still paying them. Uh, so, and with the new legislation that was just signed into law, um, uh, we're, we'll be able to get some help from the uh, federal government in paying them. So we won't, it, it won't impact us uh, uh, financially that uh, we'll be able to get a, actually a payroll tax credit on the uh, wages that we pay our extended care staff. So that was one of the good things about that, that uh, recently passed law. Great. Mr. Dyer, I'm going to let you jump in because I think you might be able to speak to Jorge's crew. One second. All right, go ahead, Bill. Yes, as Mr. McGee said, uh, Jorge and his staff are subcontractors of the school, but I have, um, I have understood from Jorge, everyone is continuing to be paid and will continue to be paid uh, as in the foreseeable future as far as we can, so. Great, thank you. Um, Kevin, I'm gonna toss this one to you, but principals, you may all be able to, to jump in on this. Uh, we've had a question about the ability to coordinate lunch times. Is that something you guys are willing to consider in the coming weeks, especially if this long, you know, goes longer than what we've initially set up? All right. Yeah, I saw that question. Um, I think that's an interesting idea. We you know we have coordinated, particularly with, 
with the middle school, uh, our days and taking the Wednesdays off. Um, it's a little bit more challenging to coordinate uh, lunch times, particularly unless we're gonna unless we're gonna end up pushing back uh, maybe start times and end times not not lining up. So it's a trade off there. Um, you, you can line up start and end times, but lunch times tend to vary because basically the length of our classes are different. Um, so, but we can look at it. I, you have my word, we'll bring that up in our meeting on Tuesday. I, is it possible? We certainly will take a look at it if it can help our families. Um, but there's always trade-offs in that and we'll have to measure, you know, both sides of that equation in the process. Great, and, and I would say if, if you, I, I've lost track of the chat where that question was, but if you want to address that specifically to your principal to make sure we get you a direct response, that would be helpful. I'm going to turn it back over to Shannon Nelson. I think we've answered most of our questions. One, one second, Shannon. Yeah, great, thanks, Adam. Um, well, that concludes our time for Q&A today, um, and we appreciate all of the questions and the wonderful feedback. I noticed that a lot of the principals were going through and, and addressing questions uh, one-off with individuals. Uh, we also will have an archive of this chat so that we can uh, go take a look back and make sure that all questions were answered. So if we didn't get a chance to get to you today, um, we will email you offline and make sure that your questions are answered. Um, as we mentioned earlier on, if you have additional questions outside of this webinar, please do submit them through the questions at legacyca.com email address. Um, so with that, I'm going to turn things over to Mr. McGee for some closing remarks, um, and then we'll move on to, to Brad Brenneman to provide us with a closing prayer. Great. Well, thank you, Shannon. Um, let me just say, first of all, thank you, parents, for submitting those questions. I know there are a few that are still unanswered, and, and we will, uh, someone will get back with you to try to help uh, answer your question. Um, you know, as uh, often I, in my role, I kind of have to step back and take the 30,000 foot uh, view of the school. And, um, you know, in, in seeing how all this is playing out, uh, the thought occurred to me that, that um, we've got a terrific faculty and staff here. Um, we, uh, you know, they, they are so dedicated to your children. Um, and and, and it, it was proven in these last two weeks when uh, they just went above and beyond the call of duty to make this distance learning uh, successful. So I, I'm so proud of their efforts and uh, parents, I know you are too. We've gotten so many nice compliments uh, uh, from you all and, 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 and keep those coming. We need, we need to encourage one another. Um, I, I, I know life is hard right now. It's hard for everybody. Uh, but uh, with God's help and through his grace, we will uh, endure this. We will persevere. Um, you know, uh, a, a wise Presbyterian pastor once told me that, Bill, if you want to understand God's providence, you have to look backwards. And, you know, it was a reminder that God has a plan for everything, that uh, this pandemic was not a surprise to him. Um, and in fact, he is using this for his good purpose, his divine uh, uh, plan, and for his ultimate glory. We may or may not know what that is. Uh, maybe six months from now, we'll have a better understanding. Maybe a year from now, maybe, maybe 10 years from now. But I, I will tell you this, God is intending this for our good, even if it's uncomfortable, if it's inconvenient, if it's uh, a challenge. You know, sometimes God allows lesser evil to prevent a greater evil from occurring. And so, you know, we have to hold on to uh, that our faith during these times. We have to um, see that that God is still in control. He's still on his throne, even in times of uh, despair and disappointment. And so that's my encouragement to you, legacy community. You're doing a great job. I, 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 I am so pleased to be a part of the LCA community and to uh, uh, watch how we're coming together, supporting one another, uh, helping wherever we can. And, um, and this will be, we'll look back one day and say, this was legacy's finest hour. I, I really believe that. So with that, I'm gonna ask uh, Brad Brenneman to uh, close us in prayer.
Thank you, Bill. Um, I'm going to leave you with a verse that I've been anchoring to um, over the past couple of weeks, and it's some of Jesus's final words to his disciples before he enters that, that last week of his life and goes on to conquer death. And here are his words. I have told you all this so that you may have peace in me, that you will be unshakable and assured. Here on earth, you will have many trials and sorrows, but take heart because I have overcome the world. Would you please bow with me for a moment of prayer? Thank you, Father, for your peace, your presence, your provision for conquering death once and for all through your son, Jesus Christ. As we near the Easter season here to celebrate, um, I pray that we will keep you and your purposes and your glory front and center in our lives. Thank you for your peace and presence, but also thank you for your active presence through your Holy Spirit. May your spirit have free reign in each of our hearts and minds and equip us to, uh, to live in confidence and in comfort that you are indeed in charge and you have a great plan in store for us, even through these circumstances. Thank you for each student, faculty member, uh, and family involved in the LCA community. May we step up in faith and in serving each other financially and otherwise to be a shining light in the city of Frisco. May we have tremendous influence and impact on our neighbors and those around us for how we carry ourselves, for the words we use, and for the actions we live out. And Father, finally, may we recognize and, uh, and acknowledge that you are completely in control and strive in everything we do to advance your reputation in this world. We love you, we praise you, and we commit to serve you each day at LCA. And it's in Christ's name we pray, amen. Thank you all so much. Thanks, Brad, and thank you to everyone for joining. Um, real briefly, just wanted to flash this resource guide uh, back up on the screen for you, so please do uh, take note of these resources. We will also send these out via email um, so that you have them handy. They are all available on our new website. So please go visit legacyca.com slash learning continues. There is a hub of new information for you um, and we hope that you'll spend some time uh, just perusing that new website to, to find all of those valuable resources. Um, again, any additional questions that you may have, please submit them to questions at legacyca.com. The recording of this presentation will be sent out and any chat questions that were not answered today will be answered in a future communication. Thank you all so much and God bless you.